Well, we're about to be joined by Srikanti, Flamingo Star, Rock Sturdy. Here's Charlie Boy and General Ife, and Boban is bursting through in the middle. He's a great go. Boban, General Ife, and Charlie Boy, they come to the line, and Boban will win the 10,000 from either General Ife or... It is Doombin 10,000 Day. That was Boban winning the 2015 Doombin 10,000. Plenty going on this weekend. We're here for Pro Group Racing. Daggy and Beaver with you. Presenting show is your tips. We're going to find plenty of winners all around Australia. Black type racing in four states. We've got Magic Round up north as well. Plenty going on. Beaver, how are you? Beautiful, mates. Uh, pumped and ready to go. Uh, more winners in store, mate. We're uh, flying at the moment, and let's hope we can keep it going tomorrow. Yeah, only a couple of uh, trap races probably prevented us having a real big day on Wednesday, but you always live and learn in this game. So we'll move on to look up north. We'll start. So today think, we're going to look at. Doom I think we did okay, mate. I think we did. A, I think we did okay front, on Wednesday. Sorry, mate. No, you were yeah, it, pretty pretty good. Candanabia, I think was that my value ten dollars. It was, yeah. That was good, and um, even in the well, Kiranui was very impressive, and um, I found a Quinella there perennial, so that was a nice result yep. as well. Um, uh, Asaman in uh, uh, I also found um, in Sydney there, so some some good winners. Yeah, so productive day. It's been a productive week, and hopefully we can tick it over. We're going to head north uh, up to you. Let's do it. Your favourite stomping grounds first. So we're going to do the Doombin Ten Thousand program, and then the Goodwood program in Adelaide. There's also the – we'll have a quick look at the Andrew Ramsden Day at Flemington and the transferred scone meeting, plenty of listed races at Rose Hill. Uh, that's a tricky-looking card. But we'll kick off at Doombin, where I believe it's currently uh, soft in the soft range. Yeah, so uh, it is a – will be good, I think, by the time we get to race position, uh, race time. Last time it was a similar sort of setup. It was 23rd of January. There was a couple that uh, – came off the rails to win, but pretty much all the winners ran on that day, so hoping for a fairish track. Uh, have you seen it the same way? Yeah, pretty much the same way, mate, hoping a fair track, and uh, hopefully it'll dry out a little bit more before race day. Uh, we'll kick off with the Class 6, 1,100 metres to start the day. A couple of key scratchings at the top of the market there. Uh, the move off its dominant Warwick Farm win. Uh, now with Varda coming out, are you, are you keen to play there or are you looking elsewhere? No, I am keen to play here on the move. Um, it's a horse that I do like and do follow. I think I tipped it last start when it won in the midweek at Warwick Farm. Uh, no reason to get off now. Brought to Sydney to get that win under its belt after two okay runs. Uh, first two runs this prep. I think everything again sets up well here. It's drawn the inside gate. Should get the run of the race and should be too good for these. Yep, not much more to add. I thought Varda, if it was in the race, was a live chance, and now it's out. Uh, we're going with a little, little bit of Glenn Boss to start the day in his first couple, I think. So the second yes. is the uh, mile handicap, a listed race, uh, where I'm going to go with the winner, which is Fabric, who doesn't mind winning, uh, over the likes of Reloaded, who's only won one race, which was its first one. And there's not much else here. I think Louvois will run well uh, off the Hawkesbury, but... I think Fabric will win this. I think this was a nice win last time. Wants to win and will. Yeah, I think it's come up well this prep after a nice return. Really hit the line well, I thought, through the line last start. Chased hard and, interestingly, has taken it up to Brisbane. So I suspect that's the plan all along and should be getting the truckies here. 
yeah, it might end up in something like the what is it, the end of the carnival, the glass house, or the other, the other thing they have at the end of the yep. carnival for the for the mayors. Uh, race number three is a three-year-old plate over thirteen fifty. Aim comes out uh, scratch today. Where do you want to start off here? Yeah, look, I think we're going to be going for the third favourite here in Love Tap. Yeah, uh, really good horse with a lot of potential. Very impressive last preparation. Uh, finished fourth in the in its last last effort in the Group One Spring Champion, and wasn't that far off them. Should be fresh enough for a good tilt here. Thirteen fifty should suit. Uh, hard hard to beat. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, the only knock I've got is I might have wanted to see more from the trial, but it was fine. Um, Nash Book, I think it's the best horse in the race. It's, it's uh, and it's not a strong field really. Um, I'm it's not, not a strong field, and the thing is, Incredulous Dream, which looks to be the main danger, has drawn awkwardly in 13 and Hollyfield in 12. So Love Tap in the seven, uh, sort of with the luck in running, should probably uh, get all the advantages. And even over 13.50, it can posse up well and truly close enough in this field. Uh, yeah, looking yeah. if Nash is good, I'm with uh, sort of Team Freeman and Nash for a few of these, and uh, I'm with you here as well. Um Best horse in the race. Don't need to think too much more. Uh, race four, 2,400 metre JRA handicap, which is uh, where I'm going to go with the top weight in Hangman. I'm saying that's coming through the, the better form easily. All of these go round and round against each other, so looking for DF uh, through the Persan form, which was which is strong enough, and then basically cross the line of Zaki, who obviously bolted in last week, so for, and yeah. not given much of a chance. Hopefully, from gate four, pauses up closer. It should have a bit of a. I think it's got a gap on this field, to be honest, and a, a good bet for me. Anything to add there? Yeah, look, I think you're right. Uh, I think the way you've assisted here is pretty good. Look, 350, I'm quite surprised it's such good value mm. uh, given the recent form and the form lines it does have. It's not it, – it's top weight with 59.5, but some of these are still sort of carrying, a, you know, sort of look at the minimum around seat of power around 54. Um, doesn't look to be badly weighted either. No. Drawn four should get the right run. Uh, second favourite warning, well, you just don't know where warning's at. It's third up. It'd want to be peaking here, but hasn't done much in a long time. And so you win uh, two decent runs this prep, but not against the opposition that Hangman's been against. So if Zaki, as you said, was in this race, you'd want to be on, and it'd probably be dollar fifty. So uh, Hangman for me as well. Would really you take like the first half of this car? Yeah. Would you take the price now, or you think that'll hold up? I don't think it's going to hold up. No, um, I can't see how it holds up. There's I would have thought it's probably going to get into three dollars. Yeah, if not shorter. No, I'm. Yeah, I th- I like this front half as well. I'm I'm with you here as well. The Spirit of Womb Classic over twelve hundred meters. The Group Two for the two year olds. Uh, I, I was giving Giannis a bit of a spruik off the trial at midweek, but I'm actually going against. The, I'm going to go with the better trial again. Let me just check here. The value is still holding up. Um, Tiger Malay is coming through A-grade stuff here. Uh, for The trial was great. It brained him uh, in a tick-over trial to come up here. Nash goes on here for – and Kathy's been riding it. Oh, Hugh Bowman last start. Um, yeah, happy for it to posse up here, and it'll be very hard to beat. Uh, in Again, another, another race which has a longish tail, I think. 
Yeah, look, I think this is a really open race, to be honest. I think uh, there's plenty of chances and it's really hard to line up the various form lines here. So a lot of these horses have had wins or or placings in their last few starts, even when you get down to um, the 100 to 1 shot, uh, Manazi. But look, I've I've gone for See You in Spring from the Bustle and Young stable. Uh, two starts, two wins. Really interested that they have brought it to to Brizzy. Um, so he's obviously thought it had some ability, um, has shown that in its first two starts, and then the trip up to Brizzy is a good pointer for me. So I'm expecting to see you in spring to run really well. Um, as you pointed out, Tiger of Malay has uh, really strong form lines for a race like this, uh, drawn a little bit wide, so uh, the speed's going to be interesting there. And then Maotai um, won really well first start and don't know much about the trainer in Casey Fogden. Um, oh. Maybe a knockout chance. Uh, Miss Hipster's a nice horse too that um, I might have a saver on it. Uh, given none the back end of last prep, but all the Manning judges tell me it's a very, very good style of horse and was an impressive return there. So, yeah, they're... Yeah, so open market, a uh, lot of chances, uh, Tiger of Malay for you and see you in spring for me. Yep. The Rough Habit Plate over 2,000 metres kicks off our quaddy. Uh, clash of the three-year-olds here. We see Quay Quay still going for uh, our man Trent, still plugging around. Uh, I guess the key lead-up here is the Senior Toba race. How are you looking at the race yeah, um, that is the lead-up race, and that is the form lines that I am going to go with. I thought Senior Toba was very good last start. Uh, took care of High Supremacy, and I find it hard to see High Supremacy turning the tables on on that effort. Uh, Trent's horse, I just can't have, and I just think that the Sydney form is just better than this, yep. and therefore um, that's the way I'm leaning. I'm going for to reverse the result. See, High Supremacy started $3 compared to 50s in the lead-up. Uh, Senior Toba had the rails in run. That was a hot rails day at Roundwick. And I think uh, pausing up in front of it, High Supremacy with Nash going on as well will be very hard to beat. Uh, I know Senior Toba did produce some good figures out of that, so maybe it's just a, a horse that's been waiting to get to 2,000. So obviously a little bit scared. Uh, and I think Kukaracha's third pick, it was pretty pretty good chasing Private Eye up there as well. Um, sim- simple enough race. I mean, I think the two Sydney horses, and I'm happy to take on Quay Quay once more. I don't know why it's not in a spelling paddock yet. But anyway. Yeah, always hard to line up when Waller's got five in it. Yeah, that's true. It's like a, another midweek meeting for us. Uh, Doombin 10,000, the feature race of the day over the 1,200 metres. Eduardo short price favourite. Uh, is that the way you are you're looking? Yeah, I do like Eduardo. I thought it I thought it had uh, beat uh, Nature Strip last start, but uh, got a bath. There's no Nature Strip in this and Marsh Crusader. Uh, so I think it probably gets the lead a little bit easier. Um, or on the pace than, than having Nature Strip chase it and freshened up. I think that's probably about the right price at even money. And, yeah, I don't think there's a lot of quality chases and, you know, some of these horses um, don't have a lot of form around them. Royal Rule has been good so far this preparation. Um, so one, one and beat a good field last start. Trekking was most disappointed. Most disappointing at first up, but I didn't like it first up. Um, 
So it would have to really turn around its form. And it's been a while since uh, Trekkings won, to be honest. It was very ordinary first up. Uh, that was a, a yeah. pretty average race. Yeah, it was a pretty average race and it should have been beating them. So it'd have to improve remarkably to get past Eduardo, I would have thought. Um, so Eduardo for me. Yeah, nothing more to add. It uh, Well, two, three starts back at Beat Nature Strip uh, and, you know, pretty dominantly. Uh Sorry, it was the nose thing. Then it was dominant the week, winning the galaxy, and then it went to the TJ. And the only knock people have on Eduardo is it doesn't quite run twelve hundred. But finishing two lengths off Mask Crusader and Nature Swift over twelve hundred, win this race, uh, gets lead. I don't. Yeah, 100%. I don't know unless Wild Ruler goes crazy. It's going to lead this field. It's going to do what it wants, and it's going to kick away at the top of the bend. Uh, any moisture around is not an issue. I think it just has a panel on this field. It's the better. Better the day across Australia for me, actually, Eduardo. Pretty keen. Yeah, 100%. Me too. Uh, the Bright Shadow is the 1,200 metres for the girls. Uh, less keen here. It's another wide open field. Are you throwing a few out here or how are you looking at this race? Yeah, I've got two, I've got two, I've got two or three here to, to have a look at. Uh, pretty, pretty open affair. I did think, look, it's hard to get a gauge on a theory's first up run. I didn't think it had much luck at all. Just, in yeah, just forget about yeah. it. Don't. And I just think you have to forget about it. Yeah. Uh, prior to that, its last preparation was outstanding. Uh, they brought it to, to Brisbane. Uh, it is a good horse. It's probably the best horse in this race and drawn in the four. Um, if it gets any luck in running, I think a theory is going to be right in the finish. A couple of knockout chances. Uh, one of my horses that I do like, and if it was drawn better, I'd I'd feel a lot better socialising around the fifteen dollar mark. I was going to uh, ask about that. Yeah, how do you line her up with uh, with these sort of Sydney girls? Yeah, look, I think it's got a super powerful finish, uh, but gate nineteen is a real concern. It's going to get, it's going to have to go back, and therefore it's going to have to produce some pretty hot sectionals. So it's going to need a little bit of pace on. Um, and yeah, it's just going to have to to unleash that launching finish but i'm i'm happy to play each way on socializing as a as a chop out yep and obviously a horse like fiesta uh who always shows up in races like this it's not the top weight for no reason uh, solid enough in the market getting getting out to where it needs to produce something this preparation uh probably back slightly in class and certainly another good chance in a race like this um, I liked Intrepidacious' return at Caulfield. It'll run well here again. It's a big field, so Stephanie Thornton does have a a job to do to, to get across and lead this. Uh, if it does find lead, will run well. Uh, everything you said about a theory is correct. Uh, I think the other two at a price, you mentioned Fiesta. Blazing Miss is the other one you can forgive from Hawkesbury and will run well here at, at double figures as well. Uh, I think we've probably covered the chances like we did last week. I will probably might look to box up the five or six of them and see if we get a result in the trifecta there. Uh, Without having there to rubber stamp it. Very intrepidatious, fiesta, blazing mission, socialising. Throw that um, up. As a box trifecta. We'll play that. In way. any order. There we go. Uh, let's wrap up the day. Benchmark 85. Don't know if it gets a lot easier. Uh, and in fact, Superium's in this race, so I'll let you talk about it and I'm just going to look on. Might go. I'm just going to wind you up. I'm actually going to tip Superior <laughs> um, against my better judgment. Mm. I. I think that um, the first two runs this prep have been pretty good and I really like the way it chased uh, last start down in Melbourne and now they've taken it up to Brisbane. 
Um, and it was beaten by a pretty good horse at Caulfield last start in open-minded where it was suited on pace. And it, it actually finished off the race against probably a little bit of the, the way the track had been playing. Uh, and similarly, the start before that at Caulfield. So Caulfield's probably been aligned to, to horses on pace the last two starts, and it's managed to, to run really well in both of those. Um, gate 14, it is going to go back, but I think Superium does its best racing when it is produced with that, that last uh, piece of powerful finish. So I'm hoping by this time of the day they're going to go be coming down the middle of the track, the favourite axe will probably lead and hopefully there'll be some some more pace in the race. And for that reason, I'm going to go superior. Yeah, a little bit of pace outside of Axe, Dr. Why Not led last time with The Apprentice and uh, Constant Fly to probably go forward. So I'm hoping there's enough pace as well, but I'm barring myself from talking about the horse. Uh, let's talk for Progret Racing. Talk about your best and value. Oh, do You're you not having a tip? I like what you said, Grant. <laughs> okay. Um should we do a quaddy? Are we doing quaddy at Doomben? Uh We can do a quaddy. Uh, let's have a look. Do you want me to drive this one or do you want to you drive play it. the home ground? Uh, leg one, I'm going to have four, Cucaracha, seven, High Supremacy, eight, Senor Toba. Yep. Second leg, I'm going to go Eduardo. Is there anything else I want to put in for a knockout? Mm, no. No. Maybe trekking. Let's go skinny and... Yeah, skinny that up. Uh, three, uh, one Fiesta, three a Theory, six Blazing Miss, Ace, eight Socialising, ten Intrepidatious. Yep. And home with three Crystal Breeze winning the Provincial Champs, seven Sigalis, uh, ten Superium, eleven Axe. Happy with that? Happy with that. Very good. Uh, for Progret Racing, yeah, your best and value on Doombin 10,000 Day. Yeah, so my best bet, uh, as you alluded to, probably one of the better bets of the day um, around the traps is the Eduardo in race seven. And probably my value bet, I'm going to go in race eight, um, number eight, socialising. Very nice. $15 mark. I'll make my uh, my best is Eduardo, as I've said, and my value will be Tiger and Malay around the 6 or $7 mark there. Uh Got to remind everyone to check out progretracing.com.au. They've got their free tips, extensive guides, plenty of news, interviews, stories up there. They've also got the mailing list up, so you, uh, you can sign up there and they'll send out stuff as it happens. You'll be notified when our shows go up. Uh, you can also subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, iTunes, anywhere good podcasts are found. You'll also find this one. We'll head to Morphville. The other Group 1 race of the day is the Goodwood, uh, where they are racing. Where are we here? On a soft track, uh, rail plus four from the 1800 to the winning post, uh, working just worse than dead. I'm suggesting it probably puts swoopers in play again uh, as we kick off the day down there with a benchmark 80 over 2,000 metres. Is a race you would possibly have any interest in, Grant? Not really. No, okay. <laughs> um, fair enough. What do you got? Uh, I thought Canford can probably run well again. It's um, been going pretty well this prep, but... Uh, might be cooking the kids' kids breakfast at this time. It's a late breakfast, apparently, in, in my house. Uh, race two is the 1,200-metre David Coles AM Stakes for the two-year-olds. Anything here? Yeah, I like the top weight here. Yep. Karakasu. Is that how you say it? Yes. Uh, Karakasu. Karakasu, yeah. Ah, 
Karakasu. Yeah, I thought it was um, pretty good last start. Really liked the way it hit the line. Uh, I think it gets uh, out in the running line here and uh, should be finishing over the top of them in a pretty average affair. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a, it's a nice enough horse and should be good enough. A track will suit here uh, for him to run on and win this. Uh, not much more to add. The 10.50 metre handicap benchmark 72 is race number three. Uh, it doesn't get much easier for some of these races here. I'm going to go with the lightly raced Maddox to, to lead throughout and kick away like it did last start. Uh, it was pretty impressive. Didn't beat much, but I think can springboard here and have a similar sort of run here and be very hard to beat with Dan Stackhouse going on. What do you think of the race? Yeah, I thought the same as you, uh, down in the weights. Um, so it's, it's got an advantage there, probably goes to the front from gate two. And I, I just think it'll lead all the way just like you and be super hard to beat. Love the way it won its uh, last start. Uh, so any improvement out of that. And, yeah, Maddox for me, good value. TAB proud mistakes over 1,200 metres for the three-year-old girls. Uh, we see a few coming back off the Group 1 a couple of weeks uh, a couple of weeks back. Rubisaki, Brooklyn Hustle and Paul's Regret, most notably. How did you line those three up? Uh, are you playing one of those three? Oh, look, it's a small field now with uh, the three scratchings. So there's only, I think, what is there, seven in it now. Yeah. Um, I think that I think that helps the two favourites, Rubisaki and Brooklyn Hustle. Um, probably not a lot, not not a lot between these. Uh, Brooklyn Hustle likes to get back in its races, um, so it's it's going to be the one that's going to. And, and Rubisaki likes to finish off as well. So look, it's, Brooklyn Hustle is probably going to come from behind Rubisaki. You're with the scratchings um, now. With the scratchings, Rubisaki's now gate one, and Hustle's now gate two, which is interesting. In the no yeah. pace race, I'm just wondering about the pace in the race. I don't know where think, that's going to come from. Um, I think probably Wild Vixen ends up leading. There's not a lot else here. Hummer Hummer will probably lead. That's, and yeah. that's my yeah. Well, Wild Vixen probably lead. You're probably right. Mm. Um, but not sure how fast they're going to have to go. Um, and that for that reason, I'm just not quite. I'm a little bit worried about the pace in the race for Brooklyn Hustle to finish over the top and uh, get get past Rubisaki. So I think Rubisaki might just have the advantage with the pace in the race and just getting ahead and Brooklyn Hustle having to come over the top of it. Yeah, I was um, – the other key change is Jamie Carr going on Brooklyn Hustle and I was hoping possibly can get a little bit forward. Um, they're probably going to be next to each other in the run. It's probably going to be luck in running, slow pace – maybe suits Brooklyn better because she just gets dragged out a little bit in those really uh, quick-paced races. So, so uh, the Jamie Carr factor for me just had me lean towards Brooklyn, but there's nothing between them. Um, Rubisaki was very much out of form for a while, but looked to have bounced back a little bit last time. Interesting race, whether I can end up betting at all. Uh, we'll see how the market maps out there. The 2500 Phillies Classic for the three-year-olds, three-year-old girls, uh, um, how about this for a gala? Do you have any thoughts here? Yeah, I'm going to go Mimi's award. Okay, yeah. I think uh, I'm just looking. I'm just looking for the horse here that's uh, a bit fresher in its campaign. One, one brilliantly last start, uh, put six or seven on him. Uh, 
drawn a little bit wide here, so we'll need to get across and, and get some some cover. It's got, again, probably gets the jump on Flexible. Flexible's going to have to give give it a bit of a start. I think Flexible's potentially coming to the end of its campaign. It's been up for a while. Uh, Mimi's award is a little bit uh, fresher. And for that reason, I'm going for Mimi's award to beat most of these. Interesting, do it that Mimi's has skipped the Oaks to come here. Um, so potentially yep. probably suggests that's a, a target more so than the others. Uh, I like the way Flexible did hit the line eventually in the 2,000 metres, so uh, obviously hard to beat. And the one off the seven-day backup coming out of the 2,500-metre run uh, is She Brings It, finishing fourth in the derby. I know it was six lengths away, but we're talking about Explosive Jack, who's probably going to start in the market in the Caulfield Cup in a, a few months' time. Uh, I think can run well here uh, at the double figures. So... I like your find for Mimi's actually, uh, but apart from that, flexible checkerboard, the two seasoned ones, um, not really saying much there. Yeah, but the, I thought the the overs was she brings it on the quick backup. Race number six is over the 2014 is the Centura Stakes for the girls as well. Uh, in good health in this race, I'm not going to talk about how it goes Luke Nolan to Ollie. I'm not going to talk about how last time it was at 2,000 metres, it was length off in uh, order of the garter. And I'm not going to talk about how it uh, was outside lead last start. And even though it looked like it dropped out, actually was quite holding its place through the line, so I thought 2,000 will suit um, because it's another one that I'm not going to talk about, Grant. So what do you want to talk about? I'll tip in good health <laughs> for those reasons that um, you just said. Okay. And I think I think uh, Cherry Wright for tomorrow, fourth up this campaign, 2,000, uh, fairly weak affair, uh, Oliver aboard, uh, in good health for me. Very good. That's a good, a good find there, Grant. I like it. Uh, race number seven over the mile is the Ari Lee Stakes. Uh, did you find anything here? Because I need help. Yeah, I, I really struggled with this race. If I was forced to have a pick, I'd go for Dr. Drill. Good okay. service of car aboard. Uh, thought the first up run uh, was okay when resuming over the more unsuitable 1400. Gets out to a better distance now. Uh, drawn well enough. Uh, Dr. Drill for me if I'm having a play. Um, if I have to, obviously Vacillate is coming off the win, but I think um, Movada just had to chase from a, a – it's a control, a bit of a controlling horse. Movada didn't get that last time, had to chase Groundswell a lot of the way and was, was, was okay chasing. I think here gets close to lead. Gate one uh, may be the concern, but if it gets through and leads this, might give it an odds around the, the $7 mark, but I, I'm not that keen on the rest of the race. The Group 1 Goodwood over the 1,200 is the other feature race of the day. No, Group 1 race of the day, I should say. Uh, we see the return of some good horses in Behemoth and Jitra. Uh, dirty work, freshened up for this. Instant celebrity off the win in the lead-up. What have, what have you made of this field? Yeah, cracking race. Yeah. Really like it. Um, not, as, not as many runners as a standard Goodwood. Uh, usually it's the big handicap. Certainly... Yeah, usually it's a big handicap with about 20 in the field. But this field, it, the top five horses in this are really, really good. Or five, mm. five or six horses. Uh, G-Trail, we know how good G-Trail is. Flies in Adelaide. Uh, we'll be ready to go for this. Behemoth, again, quality horse. Uh, 
re resuming here after a bit of a break. And Instant Celebrity was, was very good last start. And Bo Rossi, you can't forget Bo Rossi. That was outstanding when I started just um, sat in the running line there and just exploded past them. So it's it's improving with every race. Look, I've gone for Gitra um, just on the basis that it just goes so well fresh at and, and in Adelaide, and we know the quality of uh, some of the horses that's beat under those circumstances. Behemoth as well will be super hard to beat. Again, probably going to have to get past Gitra and just slightly ahead of uh, Bo Rosser and Instant Celebrity. Yeah, I'm with Gitra. First up, last. Uh, interesting Gitra, I don't know if it's had a setback, but just skipped the whole um, Sydney Carnival. So I assume this is a target. Uh, first up, last prep, yeah. Nature Strip. Um, pretty convincingly. Uh, third in Everest, which was uh, not f uh, three lengths off Classic Legend, and then beat uh, Horbury on her. So that's all good enough form for this. Uh, I think it's uh, another good thing just about here in Group 1. And uh, like we said about Behemoth, uh, Dirty Work 1100 back on a dry would have been interested in, but maybe not here. And uh, I think that's about it from what I want to say. Race number nine is a 1,200-metre handicap as well. Um, I don't know if I want to say much about this race either. Do you have anything to, you want to talk about here? Not a lot, mate. Um, yeah, pretty hard for me. I'd probably just go for some bit of value in this. I'm looking at a horse like Munster uh, resuming. Uh, not not running, hasn't gone to Magic Round in Brisbane. So no. obviously uh, been saved for this run here. Um, so, yeah, look, I'll go for go for Munster resuming here from the Hickmont stable. Um, had some decent form uh, in its three runs since coming to Australia, uh, then sent for a spell. Yeah, Not no, I chance fresh. I was, um, yeah, probably if I had to, I, I'm thinking along the same lines. And uh, and good luck to all those super coaches without Munster this week as he goes around here. Yeah. Uh, uh, do you have a best in value at Morfittville? Yeah, my best comes up in race two, number one. Karakasu. Karakasu. Yeah. Good work, Quinny. Karakasu. Yep. <laughs> and race five, number four, Mimi's Award is my value. Very good. I'm going to make my best Jitra. Uh, I think it'll run well. And she brings it in the uh, staying race will be my value there. And let me just pause out for a sec. Good, I'm, good. Just, I'm just going to pause. Just, oh, cool. Now my microphone just dropped out for a sec. Looks like I'm all right now. No worries. All right, we head around the quickly have a look at the rest quaddy? of Australia. Oh, do you, yeah, we'll do a quaddy. Do you want to drive this one? I'll do this one. Yep. Uh, first leg, I'm going one, three, four, and sixteen. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Yep. In race in the second leg, I'm going one, two, three, and six. Two, three, six. Uh, throw Lord Vladivostok in uh, outside lead last start, number eight as well. Would be cool. anyone to add there? Uh, yeah. In the Goodwood, I'm going one, two, and eight. Beautiful. And to finish the day, which is a tough affair, I'm going four. Seven, eight, ten, and thirteen. Very good. All right. Uh, happy to go with you with that. 
and we will now have a quick look at, do you want to go Sydney or Flemington first for anything we'll else? We'll have a quick look at uh, Rose Hill. Rose Hill. Um, what do you got there, mate? Uh, uh, yeah, tricky card, the transferred meeting. I had, obviously, I think Lost and Running will win, not that I'm saying much there in that race. I thought a few over the odds, uh, not necessarily that I want to have on top, but I think currently over the odds, uh, which is my way of tipping without actually tipping. Uh, Race four, number 10, Najma will run well, about $10. Race five, Supremo, around the $21 mark will run well. That's a good race. Race seven, California Zimbal, around the $11 mark. And race nine, Vitesse, uh, could give a side about 16 bucks in the last. What what do you like throughout the day there? Mate, I've gone, uh, I think, race four, number four, Molly. Molly Cottle. Yeah, very nice return. First up, I tipped yep. it there. Yep. And I'm going to back up again around $7. Uh, race five, number two, Exo Burn. Thought it was really mm. good last start. Chased hard, really good win. Uh, my best bet of the day in Rose Hill comes up in race seven, number 13, Fatus. Uh, that's what I had. That was sort of my three picks of the day from Rose Hill. Yeah, cool. And Flemington is the Andrew Ramsden meeting for the ticket into the Melbourne Cup. Uh, do you have any you want to throw out here? Yeah, I just I had a couple there that I did want to throw out. Just give me one second. Uh, I think race for number eight, Don't Doubt Dory. I thought mm-hmm. that was very good last start. Um, could be hard to beat up to a more suitable distance. Race six, number six, Roma Flowers. I think it gets its chance to win uh, on Saturday. And then my last bet of the day there came up in... Race seven, uh, number two, Altai Ranger. I think it'll be hard to beat as well. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, the Andrew Ramston. So Realm of Flowers just uh, was probably not in the best part of the track and shuffled back at the wrong time in the Sydney Cup. I think will run well, uh, like you've said. I think that four mine's the right one. Uh, Star of Eden in race two will run well, and race five Cordelia, who just got na- who just missed nabbing Altai Ranger last start, will run well as well. So hopefully we've found a winner or two throughout the day for ProGroupRacing.com.au. Anything you want to finish on Beaver? Did nothing at Kembla or no, mate. That's it. No. no, thank you. That's cool. it for me, mate. Enough <laughs> tips there, enough winners there, enough enough cash to collect. Um, good day. Hopefully it, the weather's good and uh, we get some nice tracks. Great job, mate. We'll see. Uh, good luck tomorrow, punters, and we'll see everyone Tuesday night for our midweek preview. Catch you then.